show called Let's Talk Homeschool. I'm Davis, and I am your host. This is the show where we talk about everything homeschooling, the how, what, when, where, and why. We want to affirm, encourage, challenge, and inspire you in this adventure of a lifetime, and we want to celebrate everything you get to experience along the way. This podcast is sponsored by Apologia Educational Ministries. Go to Apologia.com, a great place to explore creation. Today's show is titled, Homeschool Teacher Appreciation Day. Okay, let's talk homeschool. So years ago, Apologia began what has become known as Homeschool Teacher Appreciation Day. The very first one was in September of 2014. And it was so popular that we did it again in April of 2015, 16, 17, and 18. And so today, I'm going to play the recording from Homeschool Teacher Appreciation Day of 2015 as we begin a podcast tradition of having Homeschool Teacher Appreciation Day in April. So one show each April will be a Homeschool Teacher Appreciation Day. And today is that day. So sit back, relax, and enjoy this short message entitled, Homeschool Teachers are the bomb. P.S. That's a good thing. All right, here we go. Good evening. My name is Davis Carmen, president of Apologia Educational Ministries. And I hereby declare today as Homeschool Teacher Appreciation Day. I hope you've had a good day already. Maybe you've, uh, maybe you even got something special from a family member, perhaps some flowers. Maybe a card written by a little one, or maybe even a door hanger colored with some nice uh, colors from one of your children. Uh, Whatever your days look like, I hope that uh, you have felt appreciated. That's our goal today. First, let me give you a little bit of background. Last year, in late summer 2014, uh, Rachel and I were talking at the end of the conference season and said, you know, we really need to make sure homeschool teachers are appreciated. And I don't think there's actually an appreciation day that's official for homeschoolers. Why don't we do something like that? And of course, I looked at her. I thought, this is a great idea. When would you like to do that, hon? And she said, well, what about in three or four weeks? You know, September, everybody's going to be starting up their school years, most likely. Why don't we do something, you know, to get them started off on the right foot? So, quite frankly, we whipped something together pretty quickly last year, but here's the deal. The response was overwhelming. Uh, it, there was really no surprise, but we were just blown away with the positive response, uh, the message that was sent, and our desire is to help homeschooling families succeed. Uh, we want to provide great curriculum and resources. We want to help homeschool families live this adventure of a lifetime, as I like to call it. And we want to do all of it with a a Christian worldview and perspective on things so that you can defend the faith by living it out, you know, well. And so it was our pleasure to put that first one together and we learned quite a bit. So this year we have a, a lot more bells and whistles and I hope you've enjoyed them. And again, we have been literally blown away by the response. We had more registrations than seats available for tonight. So if you are in, you are one of the 
uh, fortunate ones. And we'll try and have a bigger room next year, depending on what kind of response we get. So, here we are tonight, and my goal is in a short 15 to 20 minutes to give you uh, some kind of message so that as a homeschool teacher, you can walk away tonight feeling refreshed, feeling affirmed. Uh, I certainly want you to be encouraged and hopefully uh, just enough inspiration and challenge to where you walk away saying, you know, I feel really good. I, I actually feel appreciated. That would be our delight if you can walk away uh, from tonight and go to bed and be able to feel that and say that and know that. Now, you may already see that the title of my talk tonight is Homeschool Teachers Are the Bomb. Now, one of our partners for this event is Hip Homeschool Moms, and I told them I'm you know, trying to be hip with this title. So hopefully you understand that by saying homeschool teachers are the bomb, that's actually a good thing. It's not a bad thing. So <laughs> I remember the first time that uh, I heard the phrase the bomb and I wasn't quite sure what that meant. Of course, that was seven or eight years ago. And I think uh, you know, most people are probably aware of what that means. So let's get right to it. Let's begin with... The results of a survey that I conducted, it was an unscientific survey, but in our family, there's seven children. We have two boys on the front end, two boys on the back end, and three girls tucked safely in the middle. And then, of course, you got myself and Rachel, so there's nine of us total. And if I were to do a survey of our family and say, how many of you think mom's doing a great job as a homeschool teacher? we'd probably get eight out of nine raising their hands. And can you guess who the one lone person who would be holding their hands down and just not quite ready to put it in the air as enthusiastically as all the other people did? Yeah, it's probably mom. Uh, and it, it's not necessarily because you are feeling unappreciated at that moment, but you're probably feeling I'm, I'm really not qualified. I'm, I may be doing my dead level best, but I'm, I'm really just not doing as good as I want to do. I'm concerned that I'm shorting the kids, whether it's academically. Uh, my patience just, uh, you know, is at its wit's end too many times, and I just am unable to, you know, get it all done. And my kids are suffering, and maybe you've cried or your kids have cried. Well, I'm here to tell you, the point of tonight is to remind you as homeschool teachers that you are qualified. All right? That's why you're going to feel appreciated at the end of this presentation, because you're going to be reminded, you're going to see four qualifications that you have that prove that you can do this, that prove that you are the bomb. Now, you know that, uh, you know, are you qualified is one of those three most often asked questions of homeschool moms. They tip, people typically ask, is it legal? And that's actually fairly easy to answer these days. It's legal in all 50 states. And that's, that's rarely a stumbling block. But then the very next question is, are you qualified? 
And that just hits right at the heart of moms. They don't feel qualified. And if, even if they have a teacher certification of some kind, that doesn't necessarily mean they're qualified to homeschool in their mind. Now, I'll just you know, give you a sneak peek here. My wife is a certified teacher in the state of Texas from many years ago. And she would say that that's actually her biggest hindrance in the homeschooling journey. Because to be a homeschool mom means something completely different when educating your children compared to teaching a classroom full of 25 kids. So, are you, where are you feeling right now in terms of the qualification level? Probably questioning that, regardless if you're just now starting, you've been doing this five to ten years, or like us, we're in our 19th year. And there's still moments where Rachel will feel you know, less qualified than she'd like to be. And of course, that third question, just so we all know what it is, what about socialization? Yes, the people still ask that. I'll just tell you right now. There was a survey done by a government agency, so independent of the homeschool demographic, and they wanted to start counting homeschoolers. They were on the radar screen, and they needed to have a sense of what does this group look like? And among the many questions they asked, one was, what's the number one reason why you're homeschooling right now? In 1999, when they did the study the first time, academic excellence was the number one reason by more people than any other reason. In 2003, when they did the survey the second time, uh, poor or negative socialization was the number one reason people said that they were choosing to homeschool. So in other words, if somebody asks, what about socialization? Just say, oh yes, along with other families, it's the number one reason why I'm homeschooling. And you can go into more detail there. Now that um, answer actually dropped to number two in 2007, the last time they did that survey. And the number one reason for homeschooling, just for your reference, was to instill moral and religious instruction. So, are you qualified? Moms, I know you're watching. I know you're asking yourself, okay, he can't convince me. I know how qualified I am or how qualified I'm not. Here's why you are the bomb. I'm going to take the word bomb, B-O-M-B, and we're going to make an acronym out of it. And so there's going to be four qualifications that I'll list. Each one starting with one of the letters of this word. So you can already tell two of them start with the letter B. Which one am I going to use first? There's uh, some intentionality to my choices there between those two words. But I want you to leave tonight knowing that you should believe in yourself. You should believe in yourself because you possess right now four qualifications that make you totally qualified to be a homeschool teacher, to homeschool your kids, to be living this adventure of a lifetime. Are you ready? Are you ready to see what these four are? Because I know they're going to help you. I certainly want them to lift you up tonight. So let's go with the first one. This is the gimme. You are benevolent. Now, what are some of the first things that come to mind when you think of yourself as being benevolent, having the qualification 
of benevolence? Well, you think of probably that you're loving. You certainly love your kids. Possibly you think of yourself as nurturing. I hope so. You're probably pretty good at cuddling with the kids, giving them some soft, gentle hugs, loving on them some, kissing their necks, getting some sugar, uh, giving them some TLC when they're crying and just sad and need a little bit of you know, reassurance. So th those are some of the initial reasons why you can say, okay, yeah, yeah you know what? I am benevolent. I, I got a loving, nurturing spirit. But there's a few others here. You sacrifice. You What homeschool moms have given up typically to begin the homeschool journey, to continue the homeschool journey, is astronomical. You're probably not getting a salary to do this. I know that's probably a surprise, but I just want to make sure you realize you're in the same boat as everybody else out there. I don't know of a homeschool mom yet that's getting a paycheck for this. But you're doing something of great value. You probably know that. But the key is that I want you to hear right now is the sacrifice that you're making that is recognized. You're also compassionate. You have to pay attention and be aware of your children in so many ways. You got to know when they're tired. You know, just right now is just not the right time to keep going through the schooling. You got to recognize when they're really interested in something, we better just take this a little further and really dive into it and spend a little bit more time. You know when they just got to burn some energy and you tell them to take a lap around the house. And you know when they're sad and they just need to, you know, to be held and hugged and reassured. You care for them, the grace that you show to these kids. And that's where you may start saying, okay, I don't know how benevolent I am in all these categories, but I'm sure there's times where you've displayed so much grace to your kids. Where you've, what does the scripture say? It says that we who are evil know how to give good gifts to our kids. How much more will God the Father give to us? You've experienced that. Where you're tired with your kids, they're disobedient, and they go away, maybe take a nap, come back fresh, and say, Mommy, I'm so sorry. And what do we do? We give them good things because we're showing them the grace that we've been giving. It's natural for a parent to do. So moms, you are benevolent. I don't think I have to convince you too much of that one, but just in case, you believe it because you are. You are loving, nurturing, compassionate, gracious, and you've made sacrifices. So this is qualification number one. You are benevolent. Let's look at the second one. You are organized. Yes, I know. This, this is where you say, I've probably lost you. But I can convince you. I firmly believe I can convince you that you are organized. Just look at this picture right here. I bet that's been you at times with a computer, a kid in a lap, a kid in a high chair, lunches going, numbers flying, words being processed. It is amazing to me as a man when I watch women and moms at work, and especially the homeschool mom who's got her stroller with everything decked out, working it like crazy, and yet still being benevolent with the kids, showing some grace and compassion and tenderness. 
here's the deal. You're so much more organized than you give yourself credit for. You may not, you may have room for improvement and you may want to be more organized, but whether you're a planner or not, whether you are naturally organized or feel that you're not, I'm here to tell you, moms in the homeschool world are the most organized women I've ever seen. So now, let me just give you a list of some of the things that you're doing. And suddenly, you you may even find yourself asking, wow, how do I keep all these balls in the air and juggle them without dropping too many all at once? So, you're a cook. My wife likes to say uh, you're a short order cook at times. But all the meals that don't just happen, they get prepared and organized and three times a day? I mean, come on. That, that alone is a near miracle in some families. Well, let's keep moving on. What about a nurse? I bet you got your safe first aid kit in its place and you've pulled out so many band-aids with whatever logos on them to make the kids feel better when they got a boo-boo. So you're organized there. Fashion coordinator? If, whether you got little boys or little girls, teens of the male or female persuasion, what about all that you have to do just to keep the closets and the laundry room organized? My wife has all these boxes with labeled by age group and whether it's for boys or girls. We had them on shelves in the closet and then moved them to the laundry room, handed them down, consigned them away. Fashion coordinators is not the the best description, I'm sure. There's something more descriptive of what moms do with all the clothes. <laughs> As a man, this is one area where I said early on, I just got to take that out of my brain because I can't even try to keep up with what Rachel, my wife, is doing in that area. And I've seen the rest of you do this. You're amazing to me just keeping the clothes organized. Okay, let's go to a, a really hard one. What about just being a wife? Do you, do you realize, do you understand all that you've organized in your life just to be a good wife? As a man, I am truly appreciative of what my wife does just to organize my own life, to help me, to fulfill the uh, dominion mandate of a man and woman helping uh, one another as God ordained. Uh, you're amazing. Uh, counselor. Think of all the thoughts and conversations you have organized in your mind, just to keeping them all straight. Lawyer, you've probably broken up a few debates and had to have a few files in your own mind that you've referenced to keep the conversation straight. Domestic engineer, I always love that one. Just what it takes to keep the home fires burning, to keep a house decorated, warm, cozy, welcoming, uh, available for being hospitable and having people come and go as a guest. If you're doing the bills or uh, doing anything like that, then you're a COO, the chief operating officer, the CPA, the accountant, all the files and checkbooks and money, keeping all that organized. Maybe your husband's doing that, but if you're doing it, I know how much you're doing. So I hope that gives you just some sense of just how organized you actually are. And I didn't even mention school yet. If you need a little bit of help on the homeschool front, we do have an ultimate homeschool planner to 
help organize the week and day for you, starting it off primarily with the Lord's Day and using it as a journal to just document what all is going on, moments of grace and, and memories that are being made that you can cherish. But making your lesson plans each week, organizing the books, knowing where the kids are in each grade level and all the subjects, you, I know you are doing a fantastic job keeping it all organized. So moms, you're benevolent and you are organized. Let's go to the third point. This is probably my favorite. You are mom. This is probably your greatest qualification for being a homeschool teacher. God knew what he was doing when he gave you these kids. He knew what he was doing when he was putting these kids in the family where you're the mom. Do you realize just how unique that is? Because here's the deal. You are literally irreplaceable. Think of the teachers at the public or private schools. The mentors, the tutors, the pastors, the counselors, the coaches. Every single one of them can be replaced tomorrow. And in most cases, they are replaced year after year with a different teacher, a different coach, a different tutor. But no one's replacing you every year. No one can replace you on any year. You are absolutely irreplaceable as a mom. And I want that to sink in. Because what you're doing as a homeschool teacher makes that qualification, being mom, so unique. Because no one else can do it. You're the only one. That makes you super qualified. What do kids that are athletes, grown up, what do they do on the sideline after they score a touchdown or hit a home run or score the winning goal? They look in the camera and they say, Hi, Mom. Love you, Mom. Why is that? It's because you are irreplaceable. Because your kid loves you and values you and wants to make sure that you know how much they appreciate you. Moms, I bet you can believe this one. I bet this one will make the most profound difference in just how you see yourself and view yourself in this role. No one can be the substitute teacher in a homeschool setting. If mom's sick, we're not having school today. They're going to be taking care of you, bringing you chicken soup, bringing you some medicine, taking your temperature, hopefully being quiet so you can get some rest. Because you are mom and there's no one else that can fill your shoes. All right, let's go to the fourth and final qualification. Starts with the letter B again. Homeschooled moms, you are brave. You are the bravest women I know. We've been homeschooling 19 years now, and I remember when we started. I remember the look on Rachel's face, thinking, what? what? How, in, how in the world can you suggest 
that we homeschool. And I looked at her and I said, honey, we've been praying for our son's teacher all summer long. And I believe we've been praying for you. And it made a world of difference for her at that moment. To get over the hump, to feel a sense of courage and bravery and okay, let's, let's give this a shot. And that first year was scary. It was bumpy. It was dark. We didn't know what we were doing or where we were going. And at the end of that first year, we went to a homeschool conference in North Carolina. And you know what happened? A light bulb turned on. And we saw just a little bit of light that we didn't see before. And suddenly we were talking on the drive all the way home about how this changes everything. And we wiped the slate clean and started the second year fresh and new. And it was still bumpy, but a lot better. And we continued to the third year. By the fourth year, we were committed for the duration, even with high school looming, not knowing what that would look like. Now, 19 years later, we have three who have graduated from our homeschool, one who's graduated from college. And it's all because we hung together and my wife was brave and didn't give up. She persevered. So whether you started reluctantly or after years of planning, there's still a great amount of bravery that's required. So let this qualification, which every homeschool mom has, let it be the one that helps you persevere and never, ever give up in this journey that's much less traveled. So moms, let's summarize. Homeschool teachers are the bomb. And it's because you possess four qualifications. You're benevolent. You're organized. You are mom. And you are brave. And every one of you should believe in yourself because you possess these four qualifications. I believe in you. I bet your husband does. I know your kids believe in you and they're depending on you. But most importantly... God believes in you. He knows you can do this. He gave you these four qualifications so that you can. So now I want you to believe in yourself. I hope you feel appreciated. I hope you know how much I love the homeschooling movement. I love what God is doing through your families, with your work with your sacrifices with all that you're doing to help your family live this adventure of a lifetime so enjoy the rest of the evening i look forward to doing more of this with you in the future to help you succeed god bless and good night it is time to bring this conversation to a close i hope you enjoyed it we'll do it again next april this has been let's talk homeschool and I've been your host, Davis Carmen. We want to thank our sponsor, Apology Educational Ministries. Their mission is to help homeschooling families learn, live, and defend the Christian faith. Apology is the number one publisher of creation-based curricula for homeschooling families with hundreds of number one awards. Now that's impressive, but more importantly, that's why Apologia is trusted by homeschooling families all across the USA and the world. Go to Apologia.com, a great place to explore creation. 
Have a great day, and until next time, we are walking by faith and enjoying the homeschooling adventure of a lifetime.